Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is the 4th of June, so we send birthday wishes to Reeves Cabrels. He's been part of The Cure since 2012, and prior to that worked with David Bowie in the 80s and 90s too. Reeves is 66 years old today. And someone else celebrating is Roger Ball, songwriter, saxophone player and keyboard player from Scotland with The Average White Band, who is 78 years old today. Happy birthday to both of those. But for today's story, we go back to the beginning of the punk movement in 1976. Yes, on this day in 1976, a now legendary gig took place at the Lesser Free Trade Hall in Manchester, England, that became regarded as the catalyst to the punk rock movement. The Sex Pistols were the headline, but they were supported by another influential band, the Buzzcocks. Although the crowd was fairly small, thousands claimed to have been there that night, and they included Morrissey, who would later find fame in the Smiths, of course, and Peter Hook, who would soon go on to form Joy Division. Tickets for this gig were just £1. And with me today to talk all about this is none other than the Buzzcocks guitarist himself, Steve Diggle. Here's his recollections of the show and the scene at that time. We brought the Sex Pistols to Manchester, so we were there at the beginning of punk. I was going to say, uh, yeah, your first show was was on the bill with the Sex Pistols, wasn't it? In Manchester. Yeah, yeah. well, we brought them there because uh, I think it was Howard when everything the band. Um, he saw them in a, like Chelsea little Chelsea club it was unknown really and he said we'll put a poster up and, uh, in Manchester and uh, and we ended up opening up for them and um, all the journalists came down to see the sex pieces there was some surprise that there was a band from Manchester there you know yeah. like we came on and blasted out 20 minutes so you know they were surprised but that kind of put us on the map because they reviewed that you know they all thought it was starting in London but we kind of had the same idea and feelings in Manchester, you know. and, and that kind of put Manchester on the map, yeah. and then the provinces on the map, really, because you know people in Sheffield and Scotland and all other places thought, you know, we can start punk banding our our own town. So it was very inspirational, really, that in that way, because like, well, if the Buzzcocks are doing Manchester without going to London at the time, you know, it was like, well, we could do it. When we went on those early tours, you know, every um, every town came alive, you know. All those 70s discos were taken over and, and suddenly become like punk venues, mm. you know. I mean, we didn't know, we, we kind of played, you know, we was on the White Riot Tour and all that, big, bigger venues, but uh, you'd go to these little clubs after and go, this was run down and uh, all of a sudden everybody's come alive because they've taken over the place and many a punk venues. So, very exciting times, you know, and... Um, you said it was really exciting times. I mean, what was it like amongst the punk bands at the time then? I mean, obviously, you did bits with the Sex Pistols. Was was the camaraderie about what you were doing at the time? Or was the rivalry, or was it somewhere in between? Oh, no, we, we, we was kind of like mates, you know. I mean, the Sex Pistols loved us, you know. They loved what we were doing, because it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't like them, you know what I mean? Them, and the Clash as well, you know. The Clash loved us too, you know. But so we all became like... The school of '76 really incited all that, you know, and um, so you know I knew the Clash well and um, and the Pistols well and all that stuff, and also the Jam and the Damned, you know, that was the nucleus 
at Punk Rock in 76 and 77. All the other ones came later, you know. Yeah. But that was our school. And if we ever, if I ever run into any of those, we all kind of know where we started from, you know. Um, so there is that camaraderie there. There wasn't any rivalry there with all that then, you know. But what happened from there then, it was like suddenly you had to start making records and... Uh, and so each band got their own, got their own identity, you know, because everybody was just, oh, you're a punk, aren't you, and all that kind of stuff. And then nobody knew really what it was or what it was supposed to be doing. And then, you know, the class put singles out, we put singles out, and each band had their own identity, you know. The brilliant Steve Diggle there. He's got some great stories to tell, including one about smashing TVs with Nirvana's Kurt Cobain. And you can hear them all on episode nine of Vintage Rock Pod. Scroll back through the episodes to near the beginning to check out the full brilliant interview with Steve. Well, that's it for June the 4th, then. I'll be back tomorrow with another exciting instalment of This Day Rocks. So until then, take care. <laughs>